1: Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, but don't worry, don't worry, we have a whole hour together, and then you can watch me on TV, my show's on the first TV, 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight, we have Lauren Chen, Julie Kelly, Miranda Devine, I'll be amazing of course, and then tomorrow, tomorrow is the greatest day of the week, because it's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, Get your emails into jesse at jessekellyshow.com, Corey Booker, <laughs> Do you ever, do you ever wonder? I wonder this sometimes. Do you ever wonder if these politicians, like Cory Booker, you wonder if they finish a day, right? They, they'll finish you know, a hearing, and they'll they'll go back and watch themselves, and get embarrassed. Like, do you think? Do you think they're capable of that? Do you think Cory Booker goes home at night? Do you think he listens to this? And a small part of him says. Oh, man, I'm such a clown.
2: So you faced insults here that were shocking to me. Well, actually not shocking. But you are here because of that kind of love. And nobody's taken this away from me. So you got five more folk to go through. (laughs) Five more of us. And then you can sit back and let us have all the debates. And I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a well-charted Senate floor because it's not going to stop. They're going to accuse you of this and that. Heck, in honor of your person who shares your birthday, you might be called a communist. But don't worry, my sister. Don't worry. God has got you. And how do I know that? Because you're here. And I know what it's taken for you to sit in that seat.
1: (laughs) He, He has to look, right? At some point in time, he has to look at that video and say to himself, man, I'm embarrassing. Look, I play it all the time. It's part of the permit soundboard. Maria Salazar, Republican, Florida. She has to watch this and think, oh, gosh, that's so embarrassing. And and do you support a no-fly zone in Ukraine?
2: I I support everything that has to do with... Punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know freedom is not free. (laughs) You don't know what a no-fly zone will mean. If you you have to shoot down Russian planes, I mean. Of course. So
1: Conventional war with Russia. Listen, thank you. Listen, thank you. (laughs) Gosh, she has to know. Or at least friends and family. Somebody, somebody has to be. Maria, you know you're an idiot, right? Someone has to say it. Someone would say it in my family. Jesse, I'm so angry I can't even use one of your numerous nicknames. I've listened to your show for a year. I've recommended you to others. I've slept better at night knowing there are brave souls like you out there. And then today you have the absolute unadulterated gall To recommend mint chocolate chip ice cream. (laughs) You, sir, are a phony. Mint chocolate, anything is absolute, as you would say, gutter trash. And then he finishes it by saying even Kamala wouldn't put that in her mouth. No, this is not true about the Kamala thing, obviously. But this is not true about mint chocolate chip. You don't respect mint chocolate chip. And I'm not just pointing fingers at you. I don't order it either. If I go in one of these ice cream shops, you know, if the boys uh, get a good report card or something like that, we'll take them out for ice cream. And I'm, of course, going to get something. I don't want to be rude. And, and, and I have all these options in front of me. Am I going to go with uh, uh, chocolate and peanut butter mixed in? Probably. Maybe I'm in an Air Force move, and I go with the Rainbow sherbet or something like that. I don't know. I, I, I passed by the mint chocolate chip, too. But every single time I get my hands on mint chocolate chip, it delivers. And if you say it doesn't, you're a freaking liar. Dear Jesse the Great, Ketanji Brown Jackson being nominated to the Supreme Court is a tragedy and a disgrace. It is unacceptable that a person who views pedophilia as not a big deal and gives outrageously low sentences to those that victimize children can be promoted like this. This behavior from a judge should be a career ender. Call your senators today and tell them to set an example. Says I can say his name. His name is Scott. Listen. Couple things. Yes, it is a tragedy and it is a disgrace. It is. It it is disgraceful that America has fallen to this kind of stuff.
3: If if, if I can change my gender, if I can be a woman and then an hour later, if I decide I'm not a woman anymore, I guess I would lose Article 3 standing. Uh, Tell me does that same principle apply to other protected characteristics for example, I'm, I'm an Hispanic man could, could I decide I was an Asian man would, would I have the ability to be an Asian man and challenge Harvard's discrimination because I made that decision? Senator, I'm not able to answer your question. You're asking me about hypotheticals and
0: um, well, I'm asking kinds you how you issues.
3: would assess standing if I if I came in and said I have decided I identify as an Asian man? I would assess standing the way I assess other legal issues, which is to listen to the arguments made by the parties, consider the relevant precedents, uh, and the constitutional principles involved.
1: These conversations should not be happening in the United States of America. It is a tragedy and a disgrace. And I know this is going to be a little hard to hear, but on top of being a tragedy and a disgrace it's a reflection of what we are now. A reflection of what we've become as a country. Now that doesn't mean it's a reflection of you personally or your family or your specific community, but on a macro level, as a country, that is what we are now. Unserious, crazy, degenerate. That's what we've become. Okay, you're right, this lady has made a career out of basically campaigning for pedophilia. I mean, it's not a, be- not a better way to put it. It's I know that's an ugly word, but it's true. It's not a better way to put it. She made a career campaigning for that. Yeah, that makes her a disgrace and a tragedy. But she's still about to be on the Supreme Court, and boy, isn't that reflective of where we are as a country. Is it that reflective of where the Democratic Party has become? I mean, if you go back to the 60s, 70s, 80s, and someone took positions like this, in the Democratic Party, they'd be run out of society. Run out of society. And I'm not saying I agree with all the old school Democrats, but there were nothing like this now. Today, this is mainstream thought with Hollywood, with the Democrats, half the Republicans, the education system. This is mainstream thought. But do keep in mind, keep this in mind, communists, have always loved criminals. And it's not specifically that they love crime, although they do. They love the violence that comes with it because violence makes people feel unsettled. Unsettled people are more likely to turn to communism. Set that aside. Communists love criminals because criminals are always aggrieved. I mean, I don't want to say always. That's not fair. And actually, we have a bunch of people in the pen who listen to the show and I love that. I've always liked that. I've always thought that was really cool. But if you could appeal to criminals and tell them, hey, you've been oppressed, let's turn you loose from jail. If you could, what you've done is, if you're a communist, you've brought in new recruits. Why do you think they've recruited all the various groups into communism in America that have no relation to each other whatsoever? You have uh, the Black Lives Matter scumbags, the Antifa scumbags, the, uh, the, the, the feminist hogs. You have the LGBTQ Air Force. You have the climate change nutters. These groups have, on the surface have nothing to do with each other. What do they all have in common? They're all groups with real or imagined grievances against the country, making them prime targets to be recruited into the Communist Party, who is currently trying to burn down the country. If you want to burn down America, you had dang well better make sure you've got some people who want to burn it down on your side. That's why these people are so obsessed with criminals and love criminals. That's why they are the way they are. That's why nothing makes sense anymore. That's why we have to hear speeches about race at a Supreme Court hearing.
2: You got here how every black woman in America who's gotten anywhere has done by being uh, like Ginger Rogers said. I did everything Fred Astaire did, but backwards in heels. (laughs) And and so I'm just sitting here saying nobody's stealing my joy. Nobody's going to make me angry, especially not people that are called in a conservative magazine demagogic for what they're bringing up that just doesn't hold water. I'm not going to let my joy be stolen because I know you and I,
1: we appreciate something that we get. Okay, we, we got it. We got it. W- what? Race? What are we talking about? We're talking about laws and the Constitution and the interpretation of things. It turns into a gigantic I am woman, hear me, war or race clown show. A tragedy? Yeah. A disgrace? No question. But let's keep in mind, more than anything, it's a reflection. It's a reflection of what we've become. I mean, I think about this when I talk about Joe Biden and what an embarrassment he is. And he is Joe Biden's a reflection of how serious we take things. Oh, I don't like the guy with the mean Twitter account. Joe Biden seems so nice. After all, he can hardly talk. That must mean he's nice, right? How's that working out now? Enjoy those gas prices. All right, we're going to get to some more emails and <laughs> the Alabama Attorney General. Apparently, apparently, he, apparently homie, don't play that. We're going to play that here in just a second. But let's talk about Pure Talk real quick. There are a thousand ways you're surrounded culturally, and I am too. And I'll be honest with you. I still, to this day, I take an assessment of the services we have, you know, banking, things we buy, and and, and I don't like... That there are still so many things in my life where I fund people who hate me. In the very least, we cannot do it with our cell phone anymore, right? Because Pure Talk is out there. And Pure Talk believes what you believe about this country. Their CEO is a Vietnam veteran. They love America so much, they actually, one of the few companies, they have customer service based in America. With Americans on the phone. And you could save a fortune on your mobile service. Average family saves over $800 a year, and they're on the same 5G network as one of the big guys. Switch to Pure Talk. It takes less than 10 minutes, and I'll save you some money. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk. Missed out? Catch up.
3: JesseKellyShow
1: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember tomorrow's an Ask Doctor Jesse Friday. Get your questions emailed into Jesse at JesseKellyShow Well, that's not good. We just, Michael just brought it to me. It's a breaking headline as we speak. As, as you know, journalist Jesse's out here breaking news. What, Chris? <laughs> I'm a very important person. All right, seriously. The headline is this. After test firing an ICBM, just heads up for everyone remember, that means intercontinental ballistic missile. That's a missile that can go from continent to continent. After test firing an ICBM, North Korea says it is, quote, fully ready for a long-standing confrontation with the U.S. Now, that is that's obviously not ideal when you have a nut job in a rogue state like North Korea in possession of nuclear weapons. And now with the ability to deliver said nuclear weapons to Los Angeles, that is really, really, really not a good thing. Look. Uh, uh, the- I don't know what the future is going to bring, but man, does it not seem like everything's happening at once? We've even got tornadoes happening right now. Did you see that 16-year-old kid? Maybe you saw the video floating around online. Sorry, I get distracted easily. The video floating around online from the Texas Texas tornadoes, and it had this truck, I think it was a Chevy, basically flip over on its side, but then the tornado flipped it back over and the truck just takes off. It turns out it was a 16-year-old kid coming back from from a job interview at Whataburger. (laughs) How sick is that? Chevy better step in and get that kid a new truck. I hope they step in and get that kid a new truck. Jesse, I hate you. Uh Uh-oh. I live in the Boston area, and I listen to talk radio from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. I used to unwind from 7 to 8.30 listening to some classic rock. Then a good friend of mine, a Marine Corps Vietnam vet, turned FBI agent, turned mass state trooper, state trooper, and now a PI, gosh, what a stud, and a very successful real estate broker, told me I had to listen to your show. Well, now I'm hooked. Oh, nice. By far the best and most informative show on the radio. So no more unwinding for me, at least not until the weekend. Keep up the great works. Feel free to use my name. His name is Bob. Look, Chris, how many times have I tried to explain to you how important I am? What? What? Don't don't roll your eyes. I'm a what? Doing a radio show is a very important job. It's basically I'm like a firefighter and a Navy SEAL and a doctor rolled into one. That's what doing radio and TV is. It makes you it makes you better than other people. Curious your thoughts on just eliminating NATO. Been listening to you in the most recent Martyrmaid podcast on Ukraine, and frankly, it seems. Like the easy way out of this whole mess would just be to disband NATO, letting sovereign nations be sovereign. Look, I I am okay with all views when it comes to Russia, Ukraine. I'm okay with all views. I'm okay with NATO haters. I'm okay with NATO lovers. The truth is, I don't like anybody who's taken one position on this thing and won't listen to anyone else. That's why I've listened to so many people with so many different positions on it. It's complicated. And anytime somebody takes something endlessly complicated and tries to drill it down into a couple buzzwords, that's a problem. And that should be a red flag for you. I mean, look, what do you want me to say? Vladimir Putin is a world-class scumbag who's currently bombing out buildings and killing civilians in Ukraine. That's Vladimir Putin's fault. There's no question about it. There's also no question Vladimir Putin's concerns about Ukraine and NATO were clearly warranted because all of NATO is now jumping in to help them fight Putin, right? Look, it's all ugly. It's all awful. I haven't spent a bunch of time on it, nor will I, because I believe we have much bigger fish to fry right here at home. But I don't judge anyone for their thoughts. Now, as far as eliminating NATO, this is one of those Tale as old as time things, where people try to sit down and figure out what is actually beneficial to nations, what's beneficial to the world. What's great about alliances? What's terrible about alliances? Let's be honest. There's great and terrible about both. Yes, it's great to have an alliance. Uh Canada. Us in Canada. We always get along great, obviously share a long border, a lot of trade. Canada actually has a fantastic military history. They have some real, or at least they used to. I don't know if they still do. They had some lions up there in the Canadian military. Amazing military history up there. Okay, so that's nice to have an alliance, right? If uh, China landed a couple divisions on our shores, and we had to go fight them off, the Canadians would be there. That's nice, right? Very nice. (laughs) It works both ways. If China lands a couple divisions on Canada's shores... We're going to be there too. Well, now we're in a hot war with a major nuclear power that we wouldn't have been in without that alliance. You just, foreign policy, diplomacy, alliances, treaties, things like this. It's not that they're now complicated. It's that they've always been. And the world is always trying to figure out how to avoid the next thing. When they don't really realize the next thing is always coming, no matter what you do. I mean, remember, NATO was formed to keep Russia in check. It's an anti-Russia organization. How in check does Russia look? That's two Ukrainian invasions in the last half decade, or last decade, as far as I'm concerned. Russia doesn't seem to be in check. I mean, the United Nations. The United Nations is what came after the League of Nations. And we got the United Nations? Why? After World War II, never again. Oh, be serious. After World War I, they said the same thing. The war to end all wars. Uh, wait about 20 years. The thing is, men don't change. And look, if you, if you come to me and say, I want to eliminate NATO, I think you could make a great argument for it. Because most of these organizations don't actually do what they're supposed to do. They don't accomplish it. NATO's supposed to check Russian aggression. Well, Russia seems to be pretty stinking aggressive still. So what are you doing, NATO? But if you say it should be there too, that's fine. I don't pretend like there's one end-all be-all answer when you have endlessly complicated foreign conflicts and when you don't have good guys and bad guys. Because we all grew up in this idealistic world where these, these are the good guys and these are the bad guys. And in the real world, there aren't very many good guys. There aren't any. The world is gray. You've got to decide on which shade of gray you're going to go with, right? All right. We have BK coming up next. Air Force, PJ, super, super ninja type. BK is going to break down some stuff for us on Russia's capabilities. Do they suck? They look like they might suck.
0: Why? Hang on.
1: You've heard me say it, dog food is dead food. Truth is, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black created Rough Greens because of his love and concern for dogs. By the way, he's an amazing man. A former Airborne Ranger, Green Beret, and helicopter pilot, but now Dr. Black has a new mission to help us do what's best for our furry family members. I am so glad he created Rough Greens to help dogs who suffer from itching, scratching, bad breath, digestive and elimination problems and low energy. Rough Greens is packed with vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, probiotics, omega oils and antioxidants. Your dog really will feel better and live longer. Fred is certainly proof of that and Dr. Black wants to prove it to you with a free Jumpstart trial bag so your dog can try it. Just cover the shipping. You don't even have to change your dog's food, just sprinkle on a scoop of rough greens. Go to slash jesse for your free jumpstart trial bag. That's slash jesse or call 833 33 my dog. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. I'm happy to announce Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash jesse and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer It is the Jesse Kelly show. I'll tell you this. Metallica is a better music selection than BK normally comes up with, with this hate metal weirdo ness, But joining me now is my friend. He's the host of the great world news with BK podcast. Very informative. Of course, former Air Force PJ, my buddy BK. BK, first and foremost, I, I can't seem to get ac- accurate information on on what actually is happening over with Russia-Ukraine. Honestly, one news site says Russia's about got it wrapped up. The next one says Ukraine is winning. Do you have any information that we, we can't find?
3: Uh, not really, Jesse. It's hard to come by. I think yesterday NATO put out a statement. They think like 40,000 Russian troops have either been killed, wounded, or taken prisoner of war. That seems hard to believe. Our own uh, defense analysts think about 8,000, 9,000 Russians have been killed. I mean, either way, it's an incredible figure. Even if it was a few thousand, this is like three and a half weeks in. And that's more, uh, 3,000 would be more than we lost in Afghanistan in 20 years. So I don't know what kind of battle plan they came up with. But honestly, any E-4 in the Marine Corps or anybody with an MOS, uh, combat MOS, could come up with a better invasion figure. But you can't believe anything. And we saw that from the very beginning. We saw people who should really know better sharing old footage and passing along nonsense. And that's really why I haven't put out a lot of stuff online because I can't verify any
1: of it. BK, one thing that's always bothered me about Russia is this, or at least Russia's military capability is this. People don't seem to understand what it can do, what it can't do. I certainly don't understand what it can and can't do. But it's always talked about, not like it's ours. I realize it's not ours. You can just look at basic things and realize it's not ours. But, but that it is some kind of big dog. But then you look at Russia's budget. And so many things do come down to budget. Can you afford that extra training exercise? Can, how much can you guys afford to shoot every year? Russia's budget is less than the state of Texas. Their, G, their GDP is less than the state of Texas. How could they possibly f- uh, field a decent military with that?
3: Right. And before, you know, while the buildup was going on, I remember on the podcast, Jesse, talking about uh, analysts saying, oh, no, this is a new military. This is not the uh, Russian military of 10, 20, 15 years ago that we all laughed at. We remember the aircraft carrier with the smokestack, for example, and we all laughed at it. And now the analysts are like, no, 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 Putin has put a lot of money in this. He's modernized. It's professional. They've got drones, everything else. I've seen zero evidence of that. And even all the analysts are stunned. And honestly, what Russia does have is kind of back the same way it was in World War II. They got a lot of people and they've got a lot of old equipment. And that appears to what they're going back to their roots because now – They've kind of given up on whatever kind of shock and awe campaign they intended to do. And now they're just lobbing shells and destroying block by block. So it looks to me from some of these devastating pictures we've seen that Vladimir Putin, he he will, Jesse, unless we get involved, he will eventually win because it is bigger. But what is he going to inherit? He's going to have fields and blocks and blocks of rubble, and he will definitely have an ongoing insurgency. So, yes, he's going to win, but in the long run he's losing, and the sanctions and everything else are going to bring them to their knees probably before any military activity will do.
1: Okay, BK, let's talk about the training in other countries and things like that. Everyone knows, obviously, ours are the best, especially our elite guys like you were. But other nations, people don't know a lot about their elite guys and how elite they are. I mean, I'll be totally frank with you. I, like, I ran into the Thai Marines, and we were doing some jungle training over there. And I was told endlessly how tough these Thai Marines were. And they were the biggest bunch of sissy losers I've ever worked <laughs> with in my life. But then you get with some Brits, some British Royal Marines who I got to work with. And those dudes were studs. So special oh. doesn't always mean special.
3: Tell me about those it, European not- countries. Yeah, it definitely doesn't. Now, the European countries, they've been, you know, especially the NATO members uh, who fought alongside us in Afghanistan, such as the, uh, you, you mentioned the Brits, of course, top-notch. The Swedish special operations, top-notch. The French guys have been battling out in Africa for well over a decade. They've got top-notch guys. Um, they don't have as many as us, but they're all, they're all also very much up to date. And that's part of our special operations forces mission is to go out to these countries and train them up and, uh, you know, all get on the kind of the same page, especially these NATO countries, if we have to get involved with something. It's a much longer process with these kind of, for lack of a better term, third world countries, because they're set in their ways. We've all watched what's happened in Iraq. And we've seen the videos on YouTube of them trying to do jumping jacks. We've all had a good (laughs) laugh at that. But it's it's a slow process because they're set in their ways. And they've been they're like, hey, we've been doing it this way forever. And just because you know, uh, Whitey from the USA comes in here and tells us how we're going to do it, we're not going to do it that way. So it's—it's. It's, they have to want to change. And the Russians, for their part, they're obviously quite stuck in their primitive ways. I mean, I was shocked to see, like, these columns of tanks filing down a single, uh, <laughs> single road with no, no air support, no drone coverage, <laughs> no dismounted troops to counterattack, and these little teams of Ukrainians with N-laws and javelins are just sitting in the woods and destroying them, like, left and right. And I'm like, wow, might want to go back to the drawing board on that one, guys. Uh,
1: Speaking with BK, former Air Force PJ, host of the World News with BK. Okay, along those lines, BK, why are our top-tier guys, why are you guys so good? What is it? I mean, beyond all the you got to have a lot of internal grit to even get through the qualifications, beyond that, why are we good at that stuff?
3: Well, it's hard to say. I mean, I think that's part of it. It sounds cheesy, but there's a culture of excellence. You always want to go in and I don't care about, you know, you see the headlines all the time about lowered standards and and all this stuff. But uh, we've always set the standard. You know, you set the standard in your individual squadron, your individual uh, platoon. And you are if you're the baddest dude there and can run the fastest and do the most pull ups then everybody else naturally wants to compare them to you and get that good as well. And we have a culture of physical fitness. We have a culture of uh, weapons here in America. A lot of guys go in the military having shot, you know, hunted and already and they're they're really good with firearms. Again, something that's not common in other countries. And we just know how to do warfare. And let's face it, the 20 years in Afghanistan and Iraq definitely helped. Uh, Of course, this is an entirely new concept of warfare. This is against the nation state, which is why I've been contacted repeatedly by guys who want to go over there and fight. And I'm like, what are you out of your mind? This is not like one or two guys who might get picked off in a, a machine gun fight with the Taliban. This is a hypersonic missile coming down on where you're sleeping and killing three dozen of you at the same time before you even get to the front line. So it's completely different. That being said, our, uh, air, our our airspace is, is no doubt we can control any airspace we want. Our intel and our uh, reconnaissance, our surveillance, our drones, everything is far superior than anything that Russia would have.
1: Is that a money thing, BK? A lot of that comes down to money, doesn't it?
3: I, I think so. I think so. But we saw uh, the, the recent Azerbaijani-Armenia conflict, Jesse, that was basically a drone war. And we saw how effectively they are. And that was like, what, a year ago? Surely Russia watched that. And did they take any lessons from it? Apparently not. I mean, they didn't bother putting any money into their own drones. And that's the future to me is going to be a lot of electronic and air war. And the guys on the ground are going to do the dirty work. But they haven't clearly they haven't invested anything like that. They don't have the large uh, predator like predator drones like we do. They've got these much smaller ones. And they haven't been able to modernize it.
1: All right, I'm going to ask a question you may not know the answer to. And frankly, if you do know it, you're probably not allowed. But I'm going to ask it anyway because I'm nerding out on this stuff. I agree with the drone stuff. And I have so many super ninjas like you'd say that kind of stuff to me. If you're a guy on the ground, you're a platoon, how are you supposed to handle that if they have a drone like that? what What can an individual platoon do against... Th- that kind of air power, that kind of drone power, it seems like such a hopeless situation. I don't care how yeah. that super stud you are. You can't snap your fingers and disappear.
3: Right. Uh, it's, a, it's a great question. I don't fully have the answer. I know that, you know, but when we, when we have people on the ground, generally we have air, our air, own air stuff overhead. We have ground platoon elements now who have their own small drones that they can launch within the field and keep an eye on stuff so they, they can see what's going on ahead of them. They can see what's over that hill. So it's almost like you're to protect against that drone that's coming at you. You're going to have your own stuff. And that's what we've always kind of done. Uh, As far as like any kind of uh, anti-drone weaponry from the ground, we do have those definitely to protect bases in Iraq. I've seen them and these whole systems set up. I'm not sure how advanced the dismounted anti-drone technology is. Like if you could just pull out like some sort of electromagnetic pulse gun or whatever, I think it's getting there. I'm not sure how effective it is yet.
1: BK, his podcast is World News with BK. As you see, a wealth of information always. Thanks you, my, Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Jesse. Good stuff. I love nerding out on that stuff. Everyone, who doesn't love nerding out on that stuff? Drone technology. My kid has a drone. It's like the size of a shoebox. I mean, he's always flying it at me, and he's going to hit me with it. And it's, I don't know where they learned this disrespect. <laughs> hey, you have your MyPillow Giza dream sheets yet? They're 60% off right now. How many times have you heard me come on here and talk about the Giza Dream Sheets and tell you what? What do I tell you every time? Yes, they're the best sheets ever. You're going to love them. But I tell you, buy two sets because you always are going to want to have a set on. Trust me. I know this because when I initially got a set, I got one set. Well, as soon as that set went in the wash, you had to put the old ones on and they feel horrible once you've experienced Giza Dream Sheets. Get two sets. Well, they're 60% off. Now's the time. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials and use the promo code JESSE and you can get Giza Dream Sheets for 50% off, five zero 0 MyPillow.com radio listener specials, promo code JESSE. Or maybe you're out driving, it's, something, it's fine, just call them. 800-845-0544. Just tell them JESSE told you to call. Go enjoy the best sheets ever. Two sets. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE jesse kelly it is the jesse kelly show you just heard from bk Final segment of the Jesse Kelly show is now. Remember, if you missed any part of it, though, BK, Selena, we had all kinds of guests on tonight. I wanted a bunch of different perspectives. You can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Podcasts are getting back uploaded at normal times now. Don't panic. All right. And we'll be back here tomorrow again for Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Ask me anything. The entire show is your emails. Jesse at Jesse all right, I'm going to get to a couple more things before we get back to the, the to headlines I didn't get to. I, I do want to call this one out here. Coffee farmers face, and I quote, mega emergency as fertilizer costs soar. I continue to hear this from everybody who needs fertilizer, that fertilizer costs are through the roof. Uh, do you have any idea how much stuff we consume that requires fertilizer? There, There is just so much... There's so much out there that indicates we are heading into a, a tough economic time. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to say the end of the world, but a tough economic time. Please get some gold from Oxford Gold Group delivered to your house. Delivered to your house. I don't want you to do anything crazy. I would never say that. I, I don't do anything that hurts you. They're super laid back. Whatever you can do, they're easy to work with. But. I'm talking real gold that is not subject to the whims of these psycho politicians. And if we are heading into times that I'm worried about we're heading into, you're going to need something of value. Nobody has ever looked at their gold stash and said, oh, dang, I have too much. Call 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They'll take special care of you. They're totally great. 833 833- Nine, nine, five gold Oxford gold group. All right. All right. A couple more emails here before I get to the rest of the headlines. Jesse, it's Hunter Biden's laptop once labeled as a right wing conspiracy theory now being allowed to percolate to the surface because the left desperately needs a way to take out their clearly failing president. I wanted to, I wanted to read this one real quick because I'll be frank with you. I've been pondering this a lot. Now, Miranda Devine. She wrote the book, the book is called Laptop from Hell, and she's coming on my show tonight on the first TV at 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to ask her, why is this stuff out here now? I mean, the New York Times, almost out of nowhere, it's not like they were being asked about it. Out of nowhere, the New York Times just comes up with a headline saying, oh, by the way, we confirmed it all. Wasn't it weird? Chris was am I out of line that was weird right I, almost out of, out of nowhere I'm going to ask her about that because I'm of I'm of one of two minds of it I, I, I this is just a guess I think it's one of two things why would the media start acknowledging that Hunter Biden's laptop is real one what you just said they want rid of Joe I don't know if I agree with that now don't get me wrong I know they want rid of Joe but remember the backup plan the backup plan is dome <laughs> That's not going to work. And the backup plan to Dome was always Rear Admiral Buckig. That's not going to work either. So they don't really have a backup plan. But there's another part of it. Are they trying to get out in front of something? Remember, Hunter Biden is still under criminal investigation. Criminal investigation. I believe I'm going to ask Miranda about this tonight with multiple different places. He's got tax evasion stuff, money laundering stuff. I mean, he's under investigation. Did somebody send word to the New York Times hey, he's going to end up looking really bad? You might want to get out in front of this now. I don't know, but it's on my mind. And now, here's a headline. Go, you, know you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. I want a beer. Paralyzed man communicates first words in months using a brain implant. Okay, one, that's freaking cool. Two, that's hilarious. That's his first request. Three, I'm a little nervous if there's actually going to be a device out there that communicates your thoughts. That's not going to be good for a lot of us. Foreign advisory systems. Classified report from the U.S. military shines more light on UFOs. I have always wanted UFOs to be real. I just don't think they are. I, I, and I understand the whole scientific answer behind it, that the universe is so big that it's likely there's something else out there. That's the, That makes the most sense. I just Don't you think they would have stopped in by now? I mean, who knows? Maybe Maybe they stopped in and took a look at the current situation down here and said, screw this. I can't even afford gas. California governor makes it cheaper for women to abort their babies. Just a quick reminder, again, we are up against evil. Not people who are wrong, people who are evil. If you're not as pro-life as me, that's fine. I I don't care. If you are, however, one of these people who celebrates it and cheers for it and acts like you want more of it, I would suggest you have a long look at yourself in the mirror and try to figure out exactly how human you are. I don't think you're going to like the answer. UK chief says war in Ukraine is threatening to spiral into a global hunger crisis. Again, this is what makes part of this whole thing so complicated, not just Russia, but Ukraine. Remember, Ukraine has been called the breadbasket of the world. I actually should probably stop calling it that because I'm pretty sure it was the Nazis who actually came up with that term. Nevertheless, if you look at their grain outputs and things like that, it is true And it's why Stalin leaned on them so hard to feed the Soviet empire and produce so much agriculture. It just, look, I'm not a farmer. I don't know. Maybe it's the soil. Maybe it's the weather. Probably a combination of both. Them and Russia, they produce a lot of the world's food. I mean, we're so used to walking into grocery stores and having anything we want be on the shelves. Are we ready for maybe a new reality? And even if we are, you know, even if you and I have to go without flour tortillas for a couple weeks, let's do keep in mind there are people in dire situations around the globe. When you're skipping a flour tortilla, they might be skipping a meal for a day or more. That's the situation. Nestle pulls Kit Kat and Nesquik out of Russia. Okay, well, one pull kit kat that garbage out of anywhere that's not going to prompt anyone to do anything you pull Nesquik, though i can see how that might make putin cave governor newsom proposes a f- proposes 400 debit cards for california car owners man you want to talk about who we are so they're not going to get rid of the gas tax Instead, they're just going to hand out $400 debit cards to everyone who owns a car to help get you through the whole thing. Oh, gosh, we are in so much trouble. (laughs) Idaho governor signs abortion ban modeled on the Texas law. Outstanding. This is your reminder to balkanize. Move to a red area. Make it redder, become an activist, run for school board. We must create our own spaces now because we've lost so many of the other ones. Tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I expect good questions and stupid ones to jesse at jessikellyshow.com. All right? That's all. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics,